Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is February 28th of 2023, and we're celebrating Tuesday of the first week of Lent. Today's gospel comes to us from the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 6, verses 7 through 15. Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not babble like the pagans, who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This is how you are to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If you forgive men their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. As we continue our Lenten journey, today's Gospel sets before us the Our Father. Even though we're familiar with the prayer, there's three things that we can consider today, especially during this Lenten time. First, the fact that everything in the prayer is in the first person plural meaning our Father, our daily bread. Second, we can think of the word Jesus uses for daily in daily bread. And third, his insistence on forgiveness. Regarding the first, I mean, again, although it's pretty obvious, the prayer is called the Our Father. And throughout the prayer, everything's in the plural. There's no verbs in the first person singular. Commenting on this, St. Cyprian says that the teacher of peace and the master of unity doesn't want us to pray simply for ourselves, but for everyone. When we pray, we pray as one and for everyone. We're reminded that both here in Matthew and in the parallel text in Luke, Jesus teaches the Our Father to his disciples. His disciples, meaning the prayer isn't just for everyone, but rather only for those who are truly united to Christ. And because of their union with him, they're united to the entire mystical body. Part of being a Christian is to be part and to take part in the care and even the sufferings of the whole body. Be that our immediate community, our religious community, our parish community, or just the world at large. To really pray the Our Father, and to mean it, not to simply babble, means to have at heart each and every member of Christ's body. Now, regarding the second, when Jesus teaches his disciples the Our Father, he tells them to ask for their daily bread, or the bread epiusius. It's funny because this word isn't the common one used for daily in Greek. In fact, this word occurs only in the text of the Our Father, and nowhere else in the Bible, or even if we look through all Greek writings that we have, this word never appears. Origen even says that the evangelist came up with this word. One possible meaning is that it refers to what is necessary for existence, that is, what we need to survive. As St. Cyprian points out, only the poor need to ask for bread. And in the presence of God, we're all poor beggars. Without Him, we can do nothing. We need to ask Him for what we need, and remember that He'll give it to us if we ask for it with faith. Again, this is always in the context of the community of believers. We're asking not just for our own needs, but 
for everyone's. Related to this, the All Father itself also includes the petition for forgiveness, but it deliberately makes the receiving of forgiveness contingent upon our forgiveness of others. Here in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus emphasizes the need for forgiveness, adding, If you forgive men their transgressions, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. Now this is particularly pertinent in daily life, as we have to live with other people, people who often disappoint us or hurt us. But C.S. Lewis summarizes the situation very well. When he writes in, in The Weight of Glory, he says, This is hard. It is perhaps not so hard to forgive a single great injury, but to forgive the incessant provocations of daily life. To keep on forgiving the bossy mother-in-law, the bullying husband, the nagging wife, the selfish daughter, the deceitful son. How can we do it? Only, I think, by remembering where we stand. By meaning our words when we say our prayers each night, saying, Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And then he says something very profound. He says, We are offered forgiveness on no other terms. To refuse it is to refuse God's mercy for ourselves. There is no hint of exceptions, and God means what he says. This is the terms Jesus gives us to be forgiven. Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. As we continue our Lenten journey, we can ask ourselves about how well we bear in mind the truth that all of us are part of Christ's family. We all have to help each other get to heaven. Do we recognize the need to forgive in order to be forgiven? And do we really practice that forgiveness? So today, through the intercession of Mary, Our Lady of Sorrows, let's ask for the grace to truly mean the words of our Our Father as we pray them recognizing our own needs and those of our brothers and sisters who are all part of our family.